yeah. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own that motherfucker. Figure it out, this shit is simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. A bunch of handshakes from the fakes. But nigga, I do not wanna be friends though. I tell y'all motherfuckers, man, this shit is not a love song. This a fucking strip. Welcome back. No Clue Podcast. Uh, episode. What no? I have said something about it. 60 something. Yeah. Uh, we're back. As yeah. usual. Been a while. A lot of things happened. Yes. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. Uh, yeah. we, let's talk basketball. <laughs> yeah. Very Toronto, fitting man. intro. For sure. For sure. Um, so, <laughs> Toronto Raptors are the 2019 NBA champions. Um, congratulations to Kawhi, Nick Nurse, uh, Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry. Siakam. Siakam. Ibaka. Gasol is yeah. Yeah. Did you see Gasol down that full bottle of wine? Yeah. <laughs> He's happy, yeah. Both Gasol brothers got rings. Um, do you really want to talk about the game? You want to get real deep into it, or? Uh, not really. I don't have anything crazy. I mean, you know, Steph came up kind of small. Okay. Uh, got got outplayed by Van Fleet. Yeah. <sighs> Two time MVP can't let that happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's. It's a lot easier to guard Steph when he's the only one you have to guard. Yeah. Uh, Clay, I I was a hundred percent certain they were gonna win the game when Clay Thompson was out there. I also was. Uh, because like Clay was just nuclear hot, like he usually is in game sixes. Right. Um. And and he got hurt, man. And I was just and I, I think I told you right as he got hurt, I'm like, dude, this is Steph's time. Yeah. Like if you're that guy, like you, you, it's not. I understand when he had 47, he was alone for the whole 48. Yeah. Uh, but you know you gotta you you gotta be able to close the game with whatever you have out there. Okay. And and he didn't, man. He just he was it's not that he was he disappeared, but he just didn't really have an impact on the game like you would expect him to. Why would you expect him to? Best point guard in the league, is he not? Or <laughs> proclaimed he's, to be. He's the best point guard in the league, yeah. Dude, there was people telling me before this series ended that he's a top three point guard of all time. Hey, I I can't argue against it, but I may not feel the same way, but it's hard to argue against it. There's a lot of guys I'm picking with the game on the line before I pick him. For sure. So, you know, take that. I understand how great he is. I I don't want to diminish it because I do acknowledge he's he's probably the greatest shooter of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, man, he didn't get it done. Mm -hmm. In his defense, 
uh, it's really hard to win games when your playmaking power forward is playing for the other team. See, I, I put I put no ownership of this loss on Steph, and I put all of it on Draymond. Every last ounce, every, however much that trophy weighs, it, that's how much I put on Draymond. Completely understandable. I mean, man, it, it was... It was just a disaster. Every time Dude, he got the ball, it was a and, disaster. And I never respected his... And this just this just summed up how awful his whole night was. And, yeah. and he rebounded the ball well. I'll give it to him. But, you know, you still got to make the right plays. Yeah. And, and he's been making, like, trash plays throughout the finals. But at the end of the game, when they have a chance to come back, all they got to do is get a stop. Right. Draymond Green is a defensive player of the year. He could have won it two or three times. Yeah. He's widely... I mean, he's not the best defender in the league, but he's in the top three to five easily. Yeah, he's always in defensive player of the year. uh, Right. He's always a candidate. And Siakam gets the ball out of a messy offensive possession and drives right at him. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't, you know, spin, doesn't pump fake, just drives right at him and and Draymond like dives for a steal. Right. I was just like, dude, are you st-? the same way I got to blame Steph for missing a key 3 cuz you know, you're the best shooter, you got a good look, you got to make it. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, defense is your is your thing. Like how can you make a play that stupid? And let Siakam just get an open layup. Right. It wasn't even like a like a good idea to reach for it at that moment. No. I think wasn't. any fucking player on the Raptors would have just swung it right over him and laid the fucking ball up. I agree. Yeah. <sighs> he had eight turnovers. It felt like 15. I, I don't think eight is right. I was watching and I remember them saying he has like four. And I definitely counted seven. When they said that, like, it's crazy, man. Dude, there was, the whole was, team only had 16. Draymond had half of the team's turnovers. Dude, he was just making awful plays so often. Great rebounding game. But, you know, rebounds are so misleading. Because, like, Kawhi had an amazing rebounding series. You know, he wasn't, like, overly dominant every game. Some games he was just okay. But rebounding-wise, he... Rebounded every game very well. Yeah. And then here's Draymond. Rebounding machine. Triple-double. And he still played like garbage. Like garbage. 11 points on 5 of 10. Not too bad. But he missed like the most important shots he needed to make. The turnovers. The last turnover was, you know, the Chris Webber turnover he had. Dude, just back-breaking. Like, it's the type of shit that as a co- Like, if I'm Steve Kerr, dude, I'd be losing my fucking mind. Well, you heard what he said this, earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, man. You read his lips. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it was just... It just... It really disappointed me that it just never ended. I was like, all right, like, he got all the bad plays out of the way. Like, he's got to start playing better. <laughs> and he never did. Like, it just got worse... And worse, and he just topped it off with a defensive fuck up. 
Right. Like, dude, I understand if you're, you know, moving the ball and here and there you throw the ball inaccurately or whatever, but, like, his turnovers were just, they made no sense. Yeah. Like, Quinn Cook is in the corner. Why are you throwing the ball to the wing where he's not, like, he's not even there and then getting mad at him for not being there? Like, bro, don't throw the ball in the middle of the fourth quarter in a one-possession game. Right. It, it was just, it killed me, man. But but the Raptors did pull it out. I mean, you know, I don't want to just say that it was only because of Draymond that they won. Oh, right, no. It's not because of Draymond that they won. It's because of Draymond that Golden State lost. I agree, yeah. But Van Vliet played amazing. Incredible. He started the game off amazing. Best uh, first half he's he's ever played in his career. Yeah, I mean, to me, Kawhi had one of the smallest impacts, other than Danny Green, who didn't do anything. Kawhi had, like, a small impact on the game, and they still, you know, still played great. I mean, Danny Green tried to lose it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> that turnover was terrible. Uh, no, <laughs> I thought... named Green that night was terrible. Yeah, I thought Gasol also... I was going to kind of get upset at Gasol a little bit because he was actually pl- having a solid series. Yeah. Uh, and he really didn't do anything in that he, last game. He had some clutch rebounds, but yeah. Uh, for a while, I thought I thought he was having a rough game too. Yeah. It was pretty visible, his rough game. But the rebounds he had were pretty, uh, they were significant. Especially when Cousins was playing okay. For a little while. Yeah. Then Cousins, you know, he tried his share of turnover. Yeah, missed free throws, too. For sure. He had, what was it, like two different possessions when he went one for two? Yeah. Like, when it's it's point for point, possession for possession, you just, you gotta hit him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And they wasted, you know, Iguodala's best game since his finals MVP year. (laughs) Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy, but... Either way, honestly, if they had won the, that game, they would, still would have lost the next game. Yeah, play. for sure. Uh, well, I and I feel bad, play. man. I, I hope Clay comes back strong. Yeah, man. It's, I it believe he can. Into, it sucks going into the new arena with you know, two out of your top three not yeah. going to be there for almost the whole year. Yeah, man, that's that's terrible. But uh, if Clay's the the way Clay plays, he doesn't rely on athleticism, and that's not a key part of his game. Right. So you know, I, obviously, he's not going to come back and drop thirty and a quarter, but he will come back a solid player. Oh yeah. Same way he's been, you know. Yeah, I think I think he'll come back one hundred percent. I don't think anything's going to change. Yeah. With him. He's not one of those guys I worry about. Um, okay. So, again, congratulations to the Raptors. Congratulations to Drake. Moving on. <sighs> Moving on to the big, big, super big news. You want to uh, <laughs> You wanna tell them what it is? Uh, yeah, wait, wait, so... Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, before you even say what it is, do you think it's an automatic, like, automatic contender? Yes. Okay. And I'm I'm going to have a lot of negative things to say. 
Okay. Uh, but I do think, in theory, it makes him a contender. <laughs> okay. So, the Los Angeles Lakers, the yeah. historic franchise that is the L.A. Lakers, purple and gold. Uh-huh. A lot of great, a lot of great players came through L.A. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, let me give you some background music. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, the Lakers are back at it. They pulled off another blockbuster trade. Yeah. Uh, if you look at if you look at their like team history, a lot of their success comes from pulling off trades like this. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've never really committed to rebuilding. Right. Uh, they've always kind of just got the big name guys when they if- could. They really only drafted two legendary players, Magic and well, Kobe. They didn't even draft. Yeah, that was a, you know, a steal, a yeah theft. Yeah, so Magic's really the only great, really, really great player they've ever drafted. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, I this is going way back, but did they draft Jerry West? Mm, maybe, probably. Yeah, but that's like you know, way early. It definitely wasn't that many trades back then as it was yeah. as it is now. Yeah. Anyway, they pulled off a blockbuster trade, yep. um, and they got Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Before before we even get into what they gave up to get him, mm-hmm. uh, do you think it makes him a contender? No, I don't. Wow. So the the sacrifice was too great. Is that what you're telling me? You're saying if nothing else happens, this I don't think they're a, con, a t- contender with this team. No, no. <laughs> they need more. But though, I, I will say this though, due to what happened in the playoffs with the Warriors, I think they have a better chance because the Warriors pretty much have no shot with only Steph. And not, you know, Durant's pa- not, if Durant comes back, he's not going to play almost all the next year. I don't think he's going to be back next year. Right. So he's not going to play next year. Clay maybe will come back in like February next year. Yeah. Tops. But he'll take a while to get back into it. Right. So this will be probably a month after that. I mean, you know, is, is Cousins coming back? Is, uh, Draymond's coming back, I think. Cousins isn't coming back. <laughs> That's fair. I'll call, I'll make that call right now, unless they change the offense and he comes back because they don't have Durant, which I would understand, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't see it yet. But you said you said you think they do. I think they are contender. Just just off the strength of uh, the LeBron uh, AD. And they somehow, I can't believe they did it, but they kept Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives them a, a really creative front court rotation. Yeah, because they can all, I mean, Kuzma and LeBron can go 3-4. Right, and AD, he's not, a, he's not a stretch guy. Like, he doesn't really space the floor. Mm-hmm. But when he has room to operate... Or and especially when he has room to play off of other people, like dude, he's a monster. 
He's become a better shooter as of last year. He has, but it's not. It hasn't been significant enough to to for me to really like notice it. Right. Yeah. But my thing is like, dude, he fucking eats when Drew Holiday plays well. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Like LeBron is gonna get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what he's what he's needed, and he's he was missing for a while in New Orleans was somebody who get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I just I really think you know people aren't really talking about like how LeBron and him will fit. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be seamless. Why is that? Because LeBron. He's never played with a great big man, so it opens up his pick-and-roll game so much more. Like, you got to keep in mind, LeBron has ran pick-and-rolls basically the James Harden way, just to get a mismatch. Wow, disrespecting Chris Bosh? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Dude, in the last five, six years, he's, he's played pick-and-roll... Solely to create mismatches. You're right. I'll give him Miami, not so much, because Miami, he played out of the post more. He's more of an ISO guy in Miami. But he made, a, he made a lot of pick and roll plays, like Tristan Thompson, they had the little lob. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. He makes, so he makes plays with bombs out of the pick and roll? Yeah. Dude, he's going to be insane with AD. See, I don't, I don't see AD really being AD there. I just see him being, like, <laughs> a really good Tristan Thompson. Like, it, well, when I say that, I'm saying I think AD will be AD, but he'll only be doing what Tristan Thompson does. I don't see LeBron giving AD the ball and, you know... On an island, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that's I don't think that's AD's game to like just get the ball and attack like on his own. Uh, I think AD is like a super powered version of Tristan Thompson, if I'm being honest. Oh wow! And I like super super powered. Like if if Tristan Thompson is fucking shit, I'm trying to make AD is Thanos in this scenario. (laughs) And Tristan Thompson's like some cheeky hero who gets fucking like murk. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think they have the same. I think he does that in those plays, but I think Anthony Davis proved he can take a lot of big men one on one. Especially he does that little sweep through from the baseline he likes to do on the um guys like Tristan Thompson. Yeah. But I don't think he'll ever. He'll get many of those opportunities playing with LeBron. I think he will be just a, you know, role man that finishes more often than not. I don't think his productivity is going to be as high as it was. No, I mean, that's... I, there's no way I could believe that it'll be the same it was. What do you think he's going to get average? Uh, I'm going to give him a respectful 21 and like 13. 21 and 13? Okay. Uh, but the difference between... Uh, love like love and Bosch, who whose numbers like really fell hard playing with LeBron. Is that in? If I'm wrong on this, the Lakers' entire coaching staff should be gone. But <laughs> A- AD is not just gonna space the floor. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like that's what the Bosch and Love just just ended up being floor spacers. Yeah, and it was weird because Bosch wasn't. 
a jump shooter right. in Toronto. Right. Once that happened, it's like, okay, Bosh, you know, you can shoot a little bit, so step out some. Yeah, and I think I think I'm I'm counting on the Lakers coaching staff to be good enough to be to get A D creative opportunities. Yeah, we'll see. And, and Kuzma, dude, Kuzma's only gonna like be better off with this. Like he already feeds off of LeBron's attention so much and gets so many open looks, so many like easy layups and dunks. Mm-hmm. Like that's just gonna go up for him. If anything, he's probably gonna have a huge jump in numbers. If he's there when the season starts. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think Kuzma might be like the last bit of trade bait they wanted to keep just in case. It wouldn't surprise me. Because they are still trying to get a guard, a point guard. Kimba, CP, they, you know, I've heard people saying they could still get Kyrie. Like, they're still thinking about getting a point guard, so. I hope, I hope they use Caruso as a backup point guard. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be wild on this episode and say he should start if they don't get anybody. <laughs> is Ron, Rondo is his contract is up, right? Don't bring Rondo back. <laughs> Whatever his contract is, get him out of there. So you're saying no matter who they get, Caruso gotta be the backup? I mean, you know, if they pick up fucking you know, if they get Kemba and then like a DJ Augustine by some miracle, then no. I gotcha. But if if they don't pick up like a quality guard, Caruso has to get minutes, dude. Ron, I've had enough of Rondo. Okay. Rondo does not fit on good basketball teams anymore. He's just a fucking he's a ball hog with good court vision. He doesn't fit on a LeBron team for sure. Because LeBron is the point guard. I mean, no dude, we. I honestly can't point at where would Rondo fit with the way he plays. I had to think about that for a while. Exactly, like, <laughs> definitely not in L.A., man. He'd fit in in Boston right now without Kyrie. Hypothetically, yeah. But again, <laughs> are we? What else? What other way would we be talking about it? But it's, like, to me, like, yeah, he could fit in Boston. But I also look at it like, dude, again, he needs the ball so much. that you... Yeah, but the players in Boston can score off the catch. I think, like, the more players that can score off the catch when Rondo is there, the better for Rondo. Like, um... But it, it minimizes some of those guys. <laughs> Not many of them. All right, well, Tatum's really only one-on-one guy they have. Yeah, no, I got you. Let's get off Rondo. Point is, (laughs) the Lakers got to get rid of him. I agree. He he does not fit there. Maybe he fits somewhere else. And I'm sure somebody will sign him. Uh, There's a team that needs an experienced point guard, if anything. Uh, But... My thing is, like, who's going to be in the backcourt? Because you know they're not getting the ball a lot. I agree. Well, that that's why I don't see them as a contender with just Anthony Davis and LeBron. Because they, they need more. They need another threat. If it's only Anthony Davis and LeBron, I'm never putting my feet past the three-point line if I'm playing them. Ever. 
And if Kuzma gives me 40 from the three-point line, cool. I'll take that. I'm, I feel like I would be confident that we're coming out with a dub if Kuzma gets 25-plus. You know, if you had told me last year, midway through, like, oh, KCP is a, is a good fit for them, I would have been like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but he really let me down. Trash. <laughs> Seeing what I saw from him, so. And I liked him in Detroit. Right. I, I thought he was a good 3 and D guy. But that, that's He's the thing. The difference between, like, really being a good role player and just a talented one is being being able to be consistent. Start Lance Stevenson at the one? Dude. <laughs> Hell no. I'd be shocked if Stevenson was back, to be honest. He, might, he may stay because of um, Vogel. His That's a good point, yeah. I, I, mean, I forgot if, about that. If they want him to stay. But, you know, maybe Vogel will request to keep Lance. He likes having Lance. I don't know. They may think Vogel can get something out of Lance that, for some reason, no other coach in the league has gotten out of him since he left them. Let, let's talk about what they gave up, because we didn't really get into... Uh, they didn't give up anything, as far as I'm concerned. Dude, you know, I was thinking that, too. But that's a lot of picks. Yeah, but where are they expecting to be next year? I'm assuming with LeBron running the show. No, I'm saying they gave up a pick for next year, right? Yeah, like the next three years, I think. Yeah, if they have LeBron and AD, they're expecting to be one of the best records in the league. Yeah, it's going to be 20 to 30. Yeah, so, I mean... Most likely. They can have it. Yeah, I mean, the the three players they gave up, uh, which are Lonzo Ball... Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart. They they really lost on one player. And, and Josh Hart is replaceable. Yeah, he's uh, he's re- he's replaceable, but not easily replaceable in my opinion. No, I agree with that. Ingram is easily replaceable, and Ball. <laughs> Caruso, baby. If Caruso could re- could have replaced Ball and they would have won like ten extra games, yeah, they can get another Ball too. The reason why I don't think Hart is as um, replaceable as those guys because Hart was like he really was cool with his role as being like a random scorer. Now he had some low games. He had once the season probably got three quarters of the way. When LeBron came back, Hart kind of declined. He 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 got cold at like the worst possible time. Right when they needed to pick it up, yeah, it went down. But in the beginning of the year, man, Hart was like a he was like a Danny Green that could like beat somebody one on one. Surprisingly, a really great rebounder. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's one a- of those random like like some guys. I mean, Kawhi kind of has this too. He just has a knack for getting the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and he, I mean, he is a very versatile scorer, good yeah. shooter. I mean, he's a he's a guy you could use off the bench, especially for how young and how cheap he is. Yeah. That, that's the one thing I don't think they can replace. Getting someone like him at the price they had him is going to be tough. They don't have a lot of cap room. What's the 20, what was the number, 28 million maybe? 
Yeah, they have like enough for one more really good player, and then like a bunch of one million dollar contracts. That's what they. And and look what happened last year. We we can't be doing that again. We can't bring back these questionable vets who never really like, never really adjusted to their later career roles, and just expect them to thrive. Who's better, C.J. Miles or Brandon Ingram? I mean, Brandon Ingram is better, but Miles is an easier fit on probably like 25 of the 30 teams. <laughs> so who's better? Who's more valuable then? I'll Miles? go I'll go with Miles. Yeah, I think so too. I'd rather have Miles. Even if he's like 12 years older, I'd still ra- rather have him. Yeah, man, I I don't think the Pelicans gain that much or lose that much honestly i mean no losing ad they lose a lot but i'm saying um with the people they got i don't think it really helps them that much or hurts them that much i don't think it's like a huge impact if if anything they were kind of they're a lot more exciting coming into next season i don't i don't think yeah, they got the one and four, which is going to be Zion, and I'm assuming one of his teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even if it's not his teammate, like, that's two solid players that you could get. The other thing is in the mock draft, the two players that were, like, supposed to go around that time are both guards. So right. I don't know what that means for ball, or, you know, maybe they can just, maybe they can change their mind about who they were thinking about getting since they got ball. Um, if they were thinking about getting that pick at all. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think ball's going to be out of the league in like three years. <laughs> I told you that last year. Yeah. <laughs> the I, end of the year, Carter Williams. I was just looking at him like, dude, he really like, he's not going to have a place in the league. I think he's going to just – Slowly just disappear, and you're just gonna forget like what team they'll be have. They'll have him on who he played for with Charles Barkley. That's the thing. Like Lavar will will keep him relevant for you know a bit. Yeah. And then uh, Lamelo might keep him relevant for an extra year or two. He made a big announcement today. Yeah. Garbage. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, dude, I, I really believe, let's go, tw- by 20 th- 2023, Lonzo Ball is not going to be on an NBA roster. Or he's going to be like that fucking, that guy who never touches the court and you don't even know he's there a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. He's Mar- Michael Carter-Williams. I think Carter-Williams, when they both retire, Carter-Williams will have had the better career. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, man. I wish we could get LeVar on the show. (laughs) For sure, yeah. Dude, I hate how he goes on all the big, like, the ESPN and FS1. Yeah. And, dude, like, they just, like, listen to him obviously trolling. Like, dude, he be be sicing Lonzo's, like, highlights when he's bricking shots. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude. Yeah. It's just crazy. He has this idea of what his sons could be. And, yeah. I, like, early on, I was like, dude, he's delusional. 
But now, I just think he just, like, he just forces this belief that doesn't really exist. Like, like, bro, let's be honest. Lonzo's IQ is not that high. It's not. It's not. Dude, it's He's one not thing. amazing of a passer where it's like. Yes. He does things where you like, how did he do that? Yes, dude. It's like. His the creative open and he passed it. That's his it. his creative passes come from like near turnovers that like luckily fall in his hands. Other than that, he's just a guy who moves the ball. Like, dude. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to harp on how bad he is, but they uh the mock draft right now has Jarrett Culver going to the Pelicans. At yeah, the I'm hearing. Uh, I was talking to a couple friends of mine. We were we were low key hoping uh, he might slip. To us, uh, you know. Where is that? Nine. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, you dude. You Wizards fans are delusional, man. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the Wizards. Um, no, we have to. It's just I early on he was kind of in the you know the seven to ten range. Yeah. And he's moved up. I don't know. I'm assuming it's from the workouts and the the you know the interviews with the teams and stuff. I, I also think it's, it is because the Pelicans have it now, and the Pel and the thing is, if it wasn't him, the next two are Darius Garland, six three guard, or Kobe White, six five point guard. So like the North Carolina guy. Yes, he's, he's projected to be top five, sixth. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, Pelicans wouldn't take. They have Alfred Payton, they have Holiday, they have Ball. They're not taking Kobe White. And they need a wing. Garland. Yeah. They need a wing who doesn't need the ball, but he can make plays when he gets the ball. Yeah. And the more I think about it, I actually Culver. You know, assuming he could play. Yeah. Uh, Culver could work. I'm really. I don't see it in him, man. I really don't. Culver. But, yeah, but I'm curious to see it on the next level. But I gotta be honest, right now I don't see. Yeah, dude, NBA he player. he really let me down in the uh, the final four. Yeah, he's so stiff and so like, I don't know, man. Yeah, his jump shot would go in from time to time, but he never really sold me as a consistent shooter. Right. Uh, he was he's kind of soft, honestly, like. He is soft. He would miss a lot of, like, light contact finishes. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it, it's tough to... I am criticizing him off of two games because I really didn't see him throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, in the biggest games, he really didn't impress. Would you Would you rather... Um, would you play Ball or Alfred Payton? Um, you know, I would play... Uh, it's, it depends. Cause I do want ball out there if we got to get stops as opposed to Peyton. Uh-huh. But Peyton is more of a playmaker and you need that with your second unit. Like your, your backup point guard, like he can't be a guy. If your second unit is questionable, which they're going to be. You can't have a point guard who just moves the ball. He's just he's just another player out there. Well, this this would be the starting point guard, right? Because Holiday played the two this year. Yeah, I mean, that if they do that, they're in trouble. 
If one, if Ball or Peyton starts, yes. started this year. And where was their record? <laughs> Trash. <laughs> right. Anthony Davis didn't play for half the season. So. Yeah. I'm surprised. You know what's a big loss for them? And I don't know if this is a fact yet, but I did see a couple things. Uh, Randall is not planning on coming back. Well, I don't. Is that what they said? I saw some that he's pl- he's planning on entering free agency. Well, that could just mean he wants more money. He could say, "I want to come back, but you guys give me. I need more than nine million. That's you true. Saw what I did this year, and and I think the Pelicans could afford it, considering they're going to be playing a lot of rookie deal guys. I think he deserves it, or a lot of he definitely deserves it. Yeah, I mean, nine million for how he played. He was the he was the best player on the team this year, just about. So I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. So I, if that's what he's doing, if he's saying that, I do want to come back to the Pelicans. I liked it, but I need more money. That's cool too. But if he doesn't, he'll get it somewhere. He played really good this year, and with with the small ball play, you know, he's a he's a pretty good guy to have. He's he's he can play small ball, but yeah, he's still stronger than probably the other small ball. Yeah. You know, forward. They're also bringing back Alvin Gentry for what another year or two. Good luck, Pelicans. Not sure why, but you know he's he's doing something. He's like a good he's like a good interview guy. I feel like like he presents himself well. He probably comes into like. The coaching interviews, like, yeah, man, I have this plan and, and this idea. But, like, when it comes down to playing, none of it materializes. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say none of it. He's had, like, a bit of success. But I've seen guys with way more success that got fired way quicker. Right. So, it, it's just, it's weird to me. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about that. But I do know that the Pelicans are trying to make a big move for that number four pick. I just sent it to you. I think you know who I'm talking about if I had to send it to you. Oh, dude, my friend sent me this earlier. I wanted, I didn't want to believe it. <laughs> for the listeners, Pelicans are interested in acquiring Bradley Beal in a deal involving the number four pick. Thoughts? I mean, shit, I guess we're going to full rebuild mode. There's no one at the number four pick that can help you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just a flat-out rebuild. Yeah. I mean, God. <clears throat> I don't know, man. They, Dude, we still don't have a fucking G- a GM. <laughs> right. The draft is in, what, three days? Thursday, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's literally would be a good pick for you guys. No, since Wall, I don't think Wall is ever coming back, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> dude. He, my friend showed me him on the bike. I think it was on Instagram or something. Yeah, he looked mad heavy. I was like, dude, like it's so like it's visible how he's putting on fucking weight. I mean, that can come down in the summer, but I mean. It's just, what is John Wall known for? Athleticism, speed. Right. And he hurt probably one of the most important 
man, him coming off Achilles, two Achilles tears. Man, I don't he know. couldn't have had a worse injury, honestly. That's what I'm saying. You know, for his style of game, right? Barring like some freak accident injury, like a Livingston thing or something crazy, but like just from a regular injury standpoint, it's just literally the worst. Yeah. Uh... I understand the idea of trading Beal because you know, with the way our franchise looks, he's he's gonna leave when his contract's done. Mm-hmm. You know, why would he come back? I wouldn't come back if I'm the best player on the team and like I'm getting less and less help. Right. So it's like, I understand trying to make something happen, but a fourth fucking pick, that's it? I hope right. not. My God. No, yeah, that can't be it, but that's a lot of it. <laughs> and how are they, again, how are they even like, shopping players or make like trying to make moves when they don't have a fucking general manager scott brooks he's president of basketball operations right i don't think so oh okay and they were dude he didn't get the doc rivers deal did you see like there was some report that the wizards are trying to offer you jerry like 10 million a year like literally during the parade yeah you sent it to me yeah it was just He's worth it. hundred percent. He's a genius. Dude, I put on Snapchat as soon as as soon as they had him up for the interview, I put him on Snap like, dude, please, please, we need you. <laughs> like whatever it takes, yeah. 10, 15, 20 mil break the bank, but we need him. For sure. Yeah, they should break the bank around. It, it start it, dude, it you're the you're a Knicks fan, so you know what I'm saying. It starts from the top, you have to have people who want to win, who want to build a successful franchise. If yeah. you don't have that, you're at best you're going to be an an average playoff team if you get lucky with draft picks. Yeah. Real, so. real quick before we get too far, let's talk about the draft some more because we probably won't get to it. Um, what's your ceiling for um? Well, not ceiling, but give me give me an example of what you think John Morant will be in the league. Mm. I was thinking Mike Conley esque. No, I, I think he's more explosive right off the bat than Conley is. You think he's gonna be jumping over people and dunking on people? No, I I don't think he's gonna do that. But I just think he's gonna play a lot faster than Conley plays. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, Conley's one of those sound guys. Doesn't really force things. Doesn't really make, like, highlight plays. Uh-huh. Where Morant, you know, if if they get... If they develop some of the players around him... Yeah. Uh, I think... I'm trying to think... An example of... Like, I'm trying to think of best-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um... Shit, man, I I can't think of a name, honestly. Okay, that's all right. That's fair. It's just gonna be tough for him early on in Memphis because, you know, he doesn't really have any help. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know that we've talked about they have solid players, and I, I do believe that some of the, their guys are gonna be good, but they don't have any guys who who are going out and getting thirty. No. I'm not worried about a single one of them. Like, dude, I've 
I, I get shocked when I check their box score and any of those guys get 20. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, like, what a career night. Right. So, it's, it's going to be, no matter, he's going to have to be spectacular scoring the ball, uh, similar to what Trey Young did. Mm -hmm. Trey Young is, is a guy I could see him playing, like, early on. Just without the range. Right. Yeah, I got you. I, guess, I get it. That's base. That's best case scenario as a rookie. Yeah, I mean, it would be his perfect ceiling in my eyes is an under control Westbrook with a lot more developed perimeter game. Obviously. Yeah, he can already outshoot Westbrook now. And he showed me in the tournament games, and I did. I saw a couple highlights of the prior to the tournament. Yeah. Because there was a lot of hype around him at that mm -hmm. point. Uh, he showed me. NBA moves, mm -hmm. like the type of moves that create separation at any level. Yeah. So I th I think just off of that, uh, and I'm expecting him to be able to hit NBA threes. I know some guys like randomly struggle, which kind of pisses me off, but mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to be one of those guys. The reason why I say Conley is because although John Morant is explosive at Murray State, I don't I don't think he like in his last tournament game, he didn't really try a lot of overly explosive things. He really plays controlled when he wants to. Yeah. He plays kind of a slick kinda he uses speed when he has to, but he doesn't like you said, he is he doesn't like take wild shots like Westbrook does. And he does create a lot of space, but it's all with moves. He doesn't really like use his athleticism like all the time like he has a really good speed control and um uh that's what reminds me of conley he has a floater i think he obviously will have more dunks than conley probably did and he'll, he might have more dunks in his rookie season than conley did his yeah I, I don't think i've ever seen conley dunk for real <laughs> right yeah yeah we, we know he can but he doesn't often but obviously he's going to be different there but as far as in half court, I see him pick and roll floaters, um, you know, open threes, maybe a couple step back pull ups, but nothing like, you know, I don't see him going out and getting 50, but I do see him having a really consistent, steady game like Conley would. I just think uh, I just think it'll be a little better for him because in the NBA, it's a little faster. It's a little more back and forth. Yeah, but uh, less being structure. Athletic, being athletic in college, where there's like three bona fide athletes per team. Yeah. Opposed to in the NBA, where there's nine bona fide athletes per team. Yeah. You know? There's garbage guys who are who would be the best athlete in college basketball. Like Gerald Green probably would still be top three athletes in college basketball, right behind Zion. You know. Yeah. Um. That is what I. And when he played his most most athletic team in the tournament was his least athletic game. Yeah. That's why I think maybe in the league he may not try all that, you know, um, ball is life highlight stuff he did, you know, in the against a lot of the scrubs. You, you watch the highlights where he had his most athletic plays. You you don't even know what team they were playing. No, I'll give you that. Yeah. Like Creighton. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
don't get me wrong. He's gonna get some dunks. He's gonna get some. He's dunking on somebody this year for sure. They just got to get people to run. Like Memphis, Memphis has been so slow to to adapt to like modern NBA. I feel like. I agree. Where yeah. it's like, dude, you like they have no shooters. Yeah, man, and it, like you have to speed the tempo up when when the game goes that way. Right. Like you have and to be able to play fast and slow down, and I believe Morant could do that. But I hope they put a fucking team around him that can help him do that. Right, yeah. The thing is, people don't give LeBron enough credit for starting the three-point wave. But he definitely did. He didn't, well, maybe he didn't start it. But he definitely um, contributed to the new way of playing basketball, which is, like, as many threes as possible. And then speed. Cause he he's one of the best at that. He, he's the speed, and everyone else on his team has to be ready to hit a three. Cause he finds them. You know, basically on the Cavs was like four shooters in LeBron sometimes. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, so um, Memphis has I can't name a good shooter on Memphis. C.J. Miles now, but before that, before they got C.J. Miles, I can't name one person that I would say is a consistent three point shooter. Yeah, which is insane. Slow mo, Chandler Parsons is not good. Uh, they had Jaron Jackson. They had Gasol. Now they have Joakim. I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not kicking it out on that team. Not at all. Conley was by far the best three point shooter on the team, which is, you know, he can't do everything. Yeah, and it's just impossible for a rookie to be. You know, if they load up on him. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he's gonna struggle, and it's gonna be so frustrating because people are just gonna kind of start questioning him right off the bat. Right. Uh, but it, it's it's gonna take time with Memphis, man. It is, yeah. It's gonna be hard, but dark days ahead for him. I uh, I'm definitely intrigued. I do want to see where he goes uh in his career. Um. We've talked about Zion enough. I don't even want to. Yeah, I mean, it'll be. We'll definitely react to. Because, again, it's going to depend on where a lot of these guys go. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Culver would fit on New Orleans, you know, a lot better than he would on, like, New York. Right. I agree. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 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 And opportunity is huge, man, especially with rookies. It's about the opportunity most of the time. Because there's a lot of teams Trey Young would not be playing. No, I agree with that. At his size, at his game, you know, he wouldn't... I think most teams in the West, they wouldn't have Trey Young start. You know, he'd be the smallest guard in the West. Maybe, maybe, uh... Maybe Dallas. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Phoenix is pretty point guard-less, so... Yeah, I don't think he would help Phoenix. <laughs> I think no, I don't, be equally I don't think he'd help either of the teams I said. I don't like, but he'd play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd play. Yeah, right. But you know, having his Atlanta is basically his team. Oh yeah. And that would be. I don't really see that happen on many teams in the West specifically. I say the I say the West because the East. He probably could start over Augustine. Obviously, he'd be starting on the Knicks. Uh, 
There's a couple of teams. He'd probably start on Miami. Uh, didn't they? Dragic is coming back though, isn't he? I think he picked up his option. Yeah, because he had an injury. The injury guys, they usually pick up their option. Yeah, because he's getting paid like twenty something million dollars. Yeah, no one wants somebody with an injury. All right, and, and Dragic really. I mean, he's he was a solid player, but I never really considered him worthy of like twenty to million dollars or more. No, Dragic so. is a good six man in my opinion. He's like a six man that they forced to start. Yeah, he's a fire six man if he ever became that. He will. <laughs> but I think it'll be too late for him to be a fire six man when he becomes that. <laughs> yeah, you you're right. Probably. Um, All right. Um you want to talk about LaMelo Ball's amazing uh, <laughs> announcement to play in the Australian League for the Hawks? Yeah, isn't that the same thing as that other dude is doing? Who? Uh, Hampton. R- oh, yeah. RJ Hampton. Maybe, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's the same team, but it is in the same league, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, isn't this the league? I mean, isn't this the team that Bogut was on when? Dude, I don't know. It could be. I think it is. Maybe not. I don't know how to pronounce the city name, but. Uh, My yeah, thing is, like, dude, I've been I've been keeping an eye on like the his Drew League highlights and shit, and yeah. and he's getting better. I mean, you know, obviously he's not sitting on his ass. Uh huh. He's getting better. But, like, he's not getting NBA better, in my opinion. Okay. Because while he shoots it better, he still plays like a high schooler to me. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's soft as hell, so... Like, it's shocking to me that Drew League allows him to flourish like they do. Uh Uh-huh. Like, dude, I would expect Drew League guys to bully the fuck out of him. Right. And part of that, because he plays on the stacked, like, squads that he's, with guys he's either played before or or guys that are just, like, f- f- great players. Uh-huh. But, like, I just don't see, like, dude, the idea of him being the number one pick next year is so far-fetched to me. Who believes that? He was saying it in the, on fucking the jump today. Let's move on. Dude, I'm just, I don't even want to talk I don't about even, it I don't see it. Like, No, there's zero chance. Zero. Like, he dom- like when he has these big scoring games, you know, you, you still have to look at how he's scoring. He's playing scrubs. And he's, yeah, man, he hasn't shown me anything, honestly. He's, he looks the same. His game looks the same it did at fucking Chino Hills. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a little bit bigger, but he doesn't play any stronger. No. He's still, like, way too smooth. There's no, like, energy to his game. He still can't... Dude, when when he has to get stops, he will get fucking worked every single time. Yeah. Can you imagine he has to guard Trey Young for 48 minutes next year or the year after? Right. Trey Young is breaking Kobe's fucking 81. Easy. If they're not doubling the whole fucking time. <laughs> Easy, he says. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm exaggerating, but like, no, I just, I can't see him the way he's built and the way he moves. Like, dude, he's not gonna be able to stay in front of DJ Augustine. Right. So number one pick, bro. Augustine would body him. <laughs> um. Okay. Any other basketball stuff to get into? Anything important? Uh, nothing important. I don't know what's going on with the Rockets. I know it's not really a big deal. It's just like rumor stuff. Uh, CP and Harden have tensions. D'Antoni is struggling to get the deal he wants. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's surprise, it. surprise. CP is having tension with a player. Surprise. CP, I saw the stuff that he wanted to be traded, and now they're disputing. Like, Maury says, like, no way. Yeah, dude, he's 37 and has, like, three, four years left on his contract. Like, who's who wants that? Yeah, man, CP is, is not going out on a high note. Right. What's up with, like, from Melo, CP? Like, come on, man. Watch the Warriors pick Melo up. <laughs> it would make sense, yeah. They might as well. Next year is going to be a throwaway in their ba- brand new arena. Yeah, that's tough, man. Anyway, um, before we <laughs> transition, shout out to the women's soccer team. Oh, dear. They're smashing. I mean, they're like. <laughs> it looks so easy how bad they're beating everybody. Yeah. No offense to those, you know, our. European and uh, you know all all the people from other countries who are listening. No offense, but we're really spanking everybody right now. I think it's cool though. I like when they beat everybody. Of course, looks like they're the favorite, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Did you well. see uh T- Tyson Fury? By the way, <laughs> I did. Yeah, he beat the crap out of that dude. <laughs> I thought the guy was going to give him a good fight, but, man, Fury, Fury is, he was really fast, a lot faster than I've seen him, um, that's really it, though, he was just way too fast and too polished for this guy, this guy is, like, really strong, he used to fighting just other real strong guys, like, arm wrestling kind of guy, Yeah. Fury has so much finesse compared to him, it just, he made it look easy, I think it was, I think it was only two rounds. Yeah, I, I kind of, I never really saw Fury before, but I always heard of him as kind of like a brute force kind of guy. Nah, he's slick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, he gave Wilder the business, low-key, but uh, with the, they had a, had that draw, but yeah, yeah. it looks like they're going to fight again before Wilder fights, uh, you know, then the winner of that will fight the winner of Joshua and Ruiz, too. I hope Ruiz whips his ass a second time. Hey, man, he may go for the third one. (laughs) Yeah, with the amount of money it's going to pull in England, too. Ruiz may take the dive, go for the round, you know. That's a good point, yeah, man. I hope hope that's not what boxing has come to, but it really kind of seems like it is. (laughs) (laughs) Right, it feels like it is. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Any other sports? Uh, no, we talked about the French Open last time. Yeah. Uh, that's it for me. Alright, I'm gonna play your gem you wanna introduce. 
yeah, a lot of great singles uh, came out mm-hmm. since we last talked. And uh, this one of them. Welcome back. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, there's some albums that came out. I'll I'll get this out the way, man. Madonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, man. The album was just straight bizarre. It was just bizarre. Great word for weird. it. It was weird. Um. I was trying to figure out like why she didn't want to use any instruments. Like where are the instruments? It was just a drum machine and like the first four songs were just drum machine and her singing. Cool. Um, Quavo didn't need it. Sway Lee, I get it. 
Like, I get it, and people like it because it's Sway Lee, but no, I didn't like it. Uh, I thought it was going to, for a second, I thought it was getting a little bit better um, with Crazy and Come Alive. And then, man, she just took me on another roller coaster of weirdness and extreme Occident. No, Faz Gustoso. Nah, I don't know why she was speaking so many languages on here. I don't know why she made this album. I don't know why she's still making music. Um, so though for those who like Madonna, sorry, but it's yeah. not our demographic. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, I will say I I struggled to get through this project. Uh, mm-hmm. I could not get through it in one sitting. I just couldn't do it, man. Uh, she she says that her inspiration is Portugal and Spain. Like, come on, man, that's enough, man. That's I I, enough. I will say I liked uh, Crave was cool with Sway Lee, yeah. uh, and I Rise kind of grew on me. Uh, I Rise is the best song on there to me. Yeah, I I enjoyed that one, but besides that, this album was unnecessary. It was terrible. Uh. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's, I mean, any negative way you want to describe it. There it is. She sounded, and she sounded so fucking generic a lot of the time. Yeah, she did. Like, dude, the the few times she tried to be, like, unique, it was, it, it was almost like she was just trying to be, like, extra weird. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, you're, you're forcing it. Doesn't even feel natural. <sighs> But Batuka, <laughs> am I saying that right? Man, that was one I of the. I know. That was one of the worst songs I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, man. Yeah, Madam X. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> what else? The the only other album I checked out was Goldlink. Okay, me too. Go ahead. Uh. Where to start? This is this was an interesting album. It was interesting. Uh, yeah. Caught me off guard. Of, I'll say right off the bat, some of the most creative uh, and interesting production I've heard from top to bottom. Not ever, but in a while. Yeah, and he's he's that's kind of his thing. He does that often. He likes to get creative with the uh, beats and stuff for sure. Yeah, and that kind of. From a rap standpoint, this album is not that good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from just like a song making, and, and a lot of the songs sounded really good. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the, not a lot, some of the songs are put together very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the features all were so different, so like, they they really fit that song that they were on. I agree with that. And there's sure. a number of features I'd never heard of. They sounded good. Uh, mm-hmm. The features I did know, they sounded good. Tyler, the creator, with by better than anything I heard on his album. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was thinking that too. Honestly, but... it was. It sounded like the throwback Tyler, except like it was without all the like the wild nonsense he used to talk about. He sounded under control. Right. Like he was really trying to rap this time. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, Pusha T was was a really that's that whole song was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one thing I one big criticism I have of this thing before I let you get into it, mm-hmm. I thought there was too many times when it was just the beat going. Yeah, he did let the beat ride a lot. Way like way too many times. Almost yeah. every song. There's a long, either at the end or in the middle, um, there's there's just like a, a whole like 45 seconds of just the beat going. Right, and the crazy thing is, like some of them have features on them. Like Yes. That's what you're there for. You're supposed to fill up that space. Yes. Feature. Yeah, and they didn't do it. Yeah. It, it right. was very strange, and it kind of, it almost made me feel like 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 you're relying on the production because it does sound really good. To, mm-hmm. like, convince people that the song is that good. Okay. You know, but, but I did enjoy this project. I listened to it a couple times. Uh, it was interesting because a lot of the time, I enjoyed a different song every time I listened to it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that was cool. But what did you think? I I feel very similar, man. I, I had a lot of fun listening to it. It took me on, like, an adventure where... Um, he has a lot of, uh, Caribbean and, you know, UK, uh, features on there and you can feel it. You can feel it in the song. The influence is definitely there. It almost feels like he went somewhere else to make this album. Like he didn't make this in America at all. Yeah. And that, that felt really cool. Um, I also enjoyed all the features really, uh, even the songs that I didn't like as much. I still like the feature sometimes. Um, yeah, man, it was it was cool. It was really cool, and I feel like he really let the features do what they do too. I feel yeah, like yeah, they fit the songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I liked it. And he's not, you know, I'm not looking for him for lyrics. And if you looking for lyrics, Gold Link probably isn't the guy. But um, he has he has a very unique way of rapping. Which is cool. Um, uh, he just it seems like he has a lot of fun making his music, and I, I like hearing that. As a listener, I like hearing where I believe the artist is having a good time in the studio, and um, you know it's contagious to me. If I'm listening to someone have a good time, I feel like it gives me a better feeling listening to the album. Yeah, and I think I think he definitely delivered that. Oh, it's a good album, man. It's a good yeah, album. that whole like Caribbean island vibe, which is all throughout this project, it, it made yeah. it a lot like a lot more positive, a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It just it gave it a, like a good energy. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, these are these are definitely some songs you could play at like a uh, a chill party, and like the people would be like, "Yo, what is that song you just played?" Like it's one of those kind of yeah. albums. I feel like. Um, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I recommend it. It was interesting. Cause the, like the Caribbean vibes are going on. And then I was just like, like, I know Pusha T is not going to, you know, <laughs> jump on that. And yeah. that song is totally different than the, like the three songs before it. It it's is probably the only the songs after. It. Yeah. It's probably the only like hip hop song from start to finish. I was surprised that it wasn't a single. It, uh, it, because it is so different it would have been a good single yeah 
What was this? I think Zulu Screams was the was the single. Yeah, it, yeah. I understand. It was joke ting. Okay, I understand the Zulu Screams because that that Caribbean vibe is all over that one. Yeah, and Malik Berry is he's a popular Caribbean artist. Mm. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. Cool. Um. So we have no other albums. Uh, nope. Uh, we we have singles. Though. A lot. Yeah. We, which singles? You want to talk about? Oh well, let's start with let's start with the champ, the the guy we came into. <laughs> Drizzy. Yeah, I, I'm assuming you heard him. I did. Yeah. Hey man, <laughs> I mean, it was exactly what I expected. Yeah, me too. Uh, Omerita doesn't really like it's not not a lot of replay value for me. Right. Uh, but but him and Ross are, you know, I mean he's fire with fucking anybody, honestly. Yeah, but him and Ross are like five for five right now. Yeah, and it's been a little while since we heard them. Yeah. And I was I was nervous because Ross let me down on a lot of features in the past couple months. And I also thought it was weird on a Toronto praising you know uh song he drops like i i was expecting like him tory lanes yeah and like <laughs> and party next door like all toronto people but that, that's cool man I, I like him and rick together all the time honestly as soon as that beat came in i was like this is a, a heat track yeah it is and then they drake kills it and then ross sounds really good uh it's just a great song it's a good it's a good two track like like what do you call it ep i guess (laughs) he's been doing the two track single thing he did it with um um wow god's plan and diplomatic immunity right 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 yeah that's right um damn i forgot about diplomatic immunity it was so slept on because God's plan was so fire. Yeah, it was slept on. It was good. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't see it, either of these like being mega hits. I see no. the Rick Ross one like definitely getting on the radio, but um, you know he knows what he's doing. Drake knows what he's doing. Yeah, mixtape or playlist probably into this year. Maybe probably his birthday time. He might drop something. That's what he likes to do, the birthday. Yeah, it's predictable that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when when the music's flawless, I mean, shit. Yeah, we'll take it. Right. We'll take it. Okay. What else? Uh. By the way, Scorpion aged really well to me. I just listened to it last week, too. And it was still good? Yeah. And I I, I kind of like I I listen to it on shuffle now, yeah. And it really, it's really nice. Is there any of Drake's music that doesn't age to you? Doesn't age well? Um, the, I, I actually Other than what a time to be alive. That doesn't count. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I as a project, I don't really enjoy playing. Uh, no telling what's the if you're reading this is too late yeah yeah as a like start to finish i really can't get through it okay and and views to me also is not that great of a project coming back to it like mm-hmm. there's a lot of phenomenal tracks on views 
Yeah. But there's there's also some pretty bad ones. Fuse was definitely a weird vibe. Like, in my opinion, it was seemed like he was in a weird space in his life. Yeah. Right there. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. And I, I didn't like it that much when it came out. I liked specific songs. But as a project, I thought it was kind of weak. But it did get a lot of hype. And I still listen to all of it a lot. But now, not so much. I agree. It does. It didn't age well. That that was the one I was thinking of, but the hits are still fire. Yeah, I actually That's enjoy it. It's the opposite with the playlist, more life. Yeah. Whereas initially I was like, man, you know, again, there's good tracks here, but start to finish, it's kind of, you know, it's long, mm-hmm. a lot of skippable tracks, mm-hmm. but a lot of the songs actually grew on me. Yeah. This is, yeah. Sure. But Drake's Drake is a, dude like he's such an enjoyable artist to listen to. He is, and you get so much listening to. Yeah. Him. yeah. It's hard to get tired of Drake because every song sounds so different. Yeah. A lot of other artists will give you like four of the same kind of tempo and same flow, same hook, you know, whatever. And Drake definitely doesn't do that. Yeah. All right. Um. So, what other single do you want to go to? Uh, Dreamville gave us a couple tracks. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. These motherfuckers got me so hyped. <laughs> Yo. I don't even know what to say. I'm kind of speechless when it comes to those. Dude. Honestly. <laughs> Especially Down Bad. Dude, Down Bad. And, and Got Me is... Is not as obviously not as great. It's very different. It's more of an R and B vibe. Yep. But like listening to both of those tracks, I was like, dude, if this is the like the two different sounds where I'm gonna get from this project, yeah. dude, I'm gonna be on this shit nonstop. Crazy thing about Got Me, only two of them are actually in Dreamville. Yeah. <laughs> that that's what's wild. Like. Todd Alessand and Dreezy are both amazing artists, and they are not in Dreamville at all. Yeah. Still deliver. I was uh, like, dude, the the fact that you go from, like, a rap track to, like, the, the R... I mean, it's still some rap elements, but mostly an R&B track. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, this is exactly the two kinds of sounds I want to hear from this fucking album. Yeah. My God, J.I.D. sounded so fucking good on Down Bad. JID, if he he has to put his name on the map with this project, he will, I'm sure, because yeah, he's just that good of a rapper, man, and he's so slept on. He's ridiculous. Yeah, man, he he really is. I don't know what he was doing with his last album compared to that. Like, I needed this. I needed this JID. Yeah. All right. I'm so uh, ready. If dude, if they if this shit does not come out by the end of summer, <laughs> I'm gonna be so fucking irritated. It has to. Cause it we've been to. waiting for fucking three months. Yeah. I need it. I need it. J. Cole, make it happen. Do what you yeah. gotta do. Talk to the people you gotta talk to. Revenge of the Dreamers was all the way back in 2015. Yeah, and they were both fire. 
Yeah, they were. They're both really, really good. And this and was. I like how this one is with more artists. This is like a DJ Khaled version of dude, it. Dude, I'm. That's what I I'm want. Ready. And they all, they're all really good artists. Yes. They are. All of them. There's, there's no filler. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could do without fucking, you know, I don't know. I don't even know who I'm thinking of, but. <laughs> like, every label has a bomb right. that gets carried. Like, whether it's designer or fucking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Quality control. I mean, it's tough because you could say they're all bombs, but like low yachty. Like, why? Right. You know what I mean. So, yeah. Young Money had uh, a couple of them back in the day. <laughs> the kids, they were little twists. He was just stealing money. Yeah, man. If he was getting paid, little Chucky, garbage. Uh. Gutta Gutta and Oh my Gutta. god, Gutta Gutta was so bad. But Gutta Gutta was fire on the collab songs. No, he really, not to me. He had some nice verses. Yeah. <laughs> he was, sometimes he was low-key nice, but only because, only because he kind of was the comic relief for me. Like, that's fair, okay. yeah. That's what made He was, kinda, uh... Like the the fat dude from uh, D twelve, the really funny one. I don't I don't know any of the D twelve guys' names honestly, but I don't either. But I know you. But the about one him. fat guy who used to always come in on every fucking track and just like make fat jokes. Bizarre, right? I think so. Yeah, I think you. That's about dude. Like I didn't think he was a good rapper, but he made me laugh with almost every verse. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's a. I've, I see Gota as like the French Montana of <laughs> Young Money, low-key. Another, yeah, another bomb on a... Well, you know, Bad Boy has a lot of misses. We'll just go with that. Yeah. Anyway, what else? What's next? Uh, another little Taylor Swift dropped uh, a pretty pretty exciting track that's all over the, the radio already. I'm, I didn't hear it. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it, it's like, it's prime Taylor Swift. It's catchy. Yeah, it's repetitive. super catchy, a little bit repetitive, but it's got that, like, teenage angst, like, relationship type of shit. When is she gonna grow up? Right. <laughs> nah, but I wanna hear it. I like Taylor Swift. It, it's, it's not too long, too. That's, that, that always, for me, makes radio tracks better when yeah. they don't drag out. You know, mm-hmm. radio tra- like... Honestly, radio tracks should never be over four minutes long. I agree. And I think this one's uh, like 250-something. Okay. So, And uh, some personal singles that uh, probably nobody heard that I, I checked out and enjoyed was uh, Focus by uh, Bazi. <laughs> I did hear that. Yeah. It was very nice. It is. Very low-key, very enjoyable, good vibe, uh... I was I was unsure how twenty one was gonna come in and fit, but but he fit. Same, same. You know he didn't fuck it up. He didn't, you know he didn't really kill it like he has in the past. But this wasn't really a song for him to kill. It, it was, right. but it was a really good track. I agree. I liked it. Uh, Bazzi has a very um, chill out and like relax, but also yeah. really enjoy the music kind of vibe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same with the gem you I gave you earlier. It just yeah. Joji, by the way, is a very interesting artist, and I'm he I is. mentioned him briefly one of his previous projects, but very unique music, very mm-hmm. different. But the other big single, and I gotta be honest, I mean, an apology might be a little excessive. Because I'm not can one track doesn't prove anything to me. Who are you talking about? Uh, Blueface dropped a little single with oh, Rich, wow. Rich the Kid. <laughs> wow! And again, it's not a great track. It's not. Daddy. Yeah. But but the hook is is very cool. It's catchy. Yeah, and I was like, this is this is a good sound for him. You know, his verse was okay. It was on beat, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rich the Kid fit the song pretty well. Which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hadn't heard it before. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. So I'm not I'm not going as far as an apology, because I need to hear another single of him being on fucking beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but this, this song made me accept, like, look, if he drops an album that's not too long... I could bear through it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shit, if, if anything, that's what a single is supposed to do. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. if, if at least it gets my foot in the door or gets my interest enough to at least try to listen to it, mm-hmm. he's doing his job. I heard the hook. I didn't, I didn't hear the whole thing, but I, I'll listen to it. It's not a crazy. I'm not like, I don't want to exaggerate it like it's some a phenomenal song. It's not. This is good for Blueface. It's that's by far the best I've heard from him. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. Alright, what else? Uh, did you hear it? That was it for me. Did you hear anything else? Um, I don't think I did. Nah, I didn't. What is this Mac Miller track with... Uh, oh, I, I did hear that. Yeah. Time? I forgot about that. Yeah, with um, Free Nationals, which is Anderson Pack's band. And Caliuchis. I've so. seen him work with both yeah. Anderson Pack and Caliuchis. Uh, yeah, man, it, it's it's smooth. I was gonna play it as my uh, gym anyway. Mm, okay. So. Yeah, so you'll hear it in, in a few. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I did hear um, the Freddie Gibbs and Anderson Giannis. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I, what what is with these naming after basketball players? <laughs> it's like a weird year. For yeah. Me. Yeah, but it's a single from the album that comes out this Friday, I guess, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good, man. It's um, it's good. It's smooth, smoother than I picture Freddie doing, but um, he still kills it. I mean, you know, he does what he does best. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I heard time in that one. That's it. I saw the Black Eyed Peas are back. Right. I don't care. I didn't hear it though. No. Be nice featuring Snoop Dogg. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Snoop, yeah, Snoop. I'm too. sorry, but I'm not apologizing to the other people. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, that's all I heard, man. I didn't hear anything else. Am I missing anything, by the way, on the, uh, Black Eyed Peas? I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. 
I'll listen to it though. <laughs> I'll get around to it at some point. Yeah, if they, it might. I mean, I'm assuming they're gonna give us a project at some point. Maybe. Uh, I check that out. You check Black Eyed Peas. Out? Yeah, some of their projects. Black Eyed Peas fan. Some of their projects really pissed me off in, back in the day. Which ones? Uh, the one with the fucking with the Justin Timberlake song. What's? That's the one with the um. With like the robot on the front of it. Yeah, it's like a yellow color or yellow uh, cover for the oh, album. The beginning? That's what you're talking about? No, Elefunk. Oh, way back then? Yeah. Wow. Was not a fan <laughs> of Elefunk. Elefunk was flawless. <laughs> Let's get retarded. Where is the love? Where's the love is is great. <laughs> you didn't like anything else on Elephant, but where's the love? Uh, Hands up was good. It's been a while, to be fair, but I do remember. Uh, I think Hey Mama, I remember. Wow. All right. But it's been a while. But I just remember, and keep in mind, out this was I was fucking like ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ten to maybe like twelve. <laughs> So. I had that I had that disc, the C D. That and Monkey Business. Monkey Business was like <laughs> everyone at my school really liked Monkey Business, the album. Yeah. With Pump It, Don't Funk With My Heart and I got mad. I was mad when they blew up off of uh Energy Never Dies. Like, yeah. they, they went, like, all of those tracks became radio hits. And I was just like, dude, this is not what they're, like, known for. I know. Like, yeah. they, they, I didn't like that they're make, Their real music is so much, like, I mean, it's not bad, like, the electronic thing. Yeah. But their real music is so much better than that. Yeah. Especially, na- like, looking back on it. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um... Fergie's career started with My Humps when they let her like get the rap part like the majority of the song yeah and then all of a sudden like she came out with an album like two years later um yeah Black Eyed Peas I want to call them legends but they're really not (laughs) (laughs) they're just a really very disappointing (laughs) they're a great group though they are they're classic not legendary, but they're classic. They are classic. I gotta admit that. Yeah. Alright. Um, what else do you want to talk about in music? Uh, that's it for me with, with music. We gotta have something. We gotta have something. What's now. coming out? Other than the Freddie Gibbs thing. Uh, Chris should be coming <gasps> out. Are you serious? What's the 21st, right? I think so. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, don't don't play with my heart. <laughs> if he if he is, I mean, shit. Freddie Gibbs might have to wait an extra week. <laughs> for sure. Because it's gonna be tough to get through anything else, honestly. Uh, everything just says 2019, 2019. Yeah. Coming out June twenty first. June. On his birthday, oh. he said June twenty first. So yeah. Yes, yes. Please don't push it back. Oh, then 
It says the singer has also admitted that possible delays may mean. Oh, uh, dude, 20th. I'm looking at something that said expected June 28th. Yeah, it must have got delayed. But uh, Black Eyed Peas are coming with something. It's called Less Rock. Okay, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, going to be 12 tracks, which is very nice. That is very nice. Well, I didn't need I didn't need fucking eighteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also Mark June twenty eighth. Yeah, I guess this this week's not gonna be all uh, that. Taylor fire. Swift. Oh, well, that's August. But I, I mean, you know, we probably will listen to that. Yeah. God, Ed Sheeran. I swear, keeps getting pushed back. Mark Ronson has a album with a bunch of features. That's that's all you. <laughs> Not great features. Mark Ronson has some joints. He, has he some does. Hits. I'll give you that. But uh, it's not yeah. enough for me to. <laughs> I mean, if there's nothing out, then yeah. But I'll listen. I'll probably listen to specific songs on there. I mean, I. I mean, I give that whole album a. I'll, I'll check out i'll probably check out something like completely random uh <laughs> right. that drops yeah. on friday okay just That's to fair. change it up a bit um wally has another new single <gasps> yeah how did i miss it oh nine Falorin. he's back to the Falorin, i guess yes <laughs> yes wally <laughs> Yeah. Uh, DC's having a good weekend, I guess. <laughs> Dude, w- Wale um, has some, like, Wale has some of the highest highs of all rappers and some mm-hmm. of the lowest fucking lows. I guess his, I guess the song only came out on YouTube. Oh, that's weird. Oh, Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I guess he says it on Twitter, like, before it comes out so i don't know what's up with that it's on youtube though yeah um let's see um tory lanes talks about his video like showing colorism in his videos what was the like the setup thing that i heard about (laughs) yeah you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah they said he staged it yeah yeah i have the article right here i can read tory lanes refutes claims that he staged a recent video where he defends a darker skin model from colorism um his actions were pure in intention and not a ploy to market his music this is what he says is this is the one and only time i'm gonna address this i went out of my way to bring awareness to an important topic of discussion that never gets addressed the internet has a funny way of trying to take the light off of the truth. If this was a publicity stunt, why would I be doing it for someone else's music video? Why wouldn't I have paid the females involved? If I did pick both girls, then how come there's only shots of me with the ebony model and not with the other one? Manyal, this video shoot happened three months ago and a behind the scenes camera DM'd it to me the other day. All parties that were involved know exactly what happened in the 30 minutes that I was at the shoot whether or not they want to be truthful or not, much love. So um, doesn't even sound like him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, oh, I, I 
in the video, the director instructs a darker skinned model to move out of the frame and he puts a lighter skinned woman there. Um, so I guess people are saying that he paid them to do that. But I mean, it's a reach. But yeah. Tori is a fucking weird guy. And right. and honestly, you know, once that stuff with Jesse Smollett really really made me question a lot of some of the stuff that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I hope I hope he didn't do that shit, but it's fucking weird that like just one of those bizarre things like why even what the fuck what is the motivation to stage that? Oh, the girl herself said, where's the scene then if Tori wanted me in it so bad? I guess the video came out and she's still not in it. Uh, Even though Tori said that he demanded she'd be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the video is out and she's still not in that specific scene that Tori supposedly said. So, I don't know. I do not know. What a strange situation. Yeah, man. It is kind of wild. Okay, the first week numbers for Future's Save Me is in. (laughs) Alright, what's the the results? Um, Wow, okay. Latest mixtape has officially debuted at number 5 on the Billboard 200 chart. Blazing (laughs) <laughs> with a blazing 42,000 albums. <laughs> That's not very much at all. I mean, to be fair, you know, not a lot of these guys don't... Album sales have become so different now. Let me put it in perspective. Jonas Brothers album came out same weekend, right? Last weekend? Yeah. 414,000 albums. Oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, 357 of them were in actual album sales. So is it the album units that has the streaming in it and the actual album sales is people actually buying the album. Mm. So either way, they had way more. But speaking of album <laughs> sales, many. I lost all respect for Khaled. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Khaled situation. Bruh. Tyler. You didn't like that? Fuck no. Bro, first of all, it's one thing it's one thing if he just didn't make the sales and got mad. Yeah. But this motherfucker tried to argue that and he's gonna be taking it to court that his little promo with the weird energy drink that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, I still haven't heard of it. Dude, and first of all, why the fuck is DJ Khaled promoing an energy drink? Right. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. But he's trying to argue like that qualifies as like, di- like as album sales. Yeah. Like, dude, um, you should get disqualified for those. For sure. I mean, it's, it's sure. not like he didn't profit off of the fuck. It's one thing if he was getting scammed out of money. Right. But, like, dude, you're making the money off of it, but it's you're finessing the people. Right. 
And don't be coming out here talking about, oh, I, I make music that people want to play in their car. I make music yeah. that people understand. Like, I didn't like Tyler's shit. But that's fucked up to just try to be disrespectful and just make yourself look like more of a fucking bitch, honestly. Right. I was like, dude. Yeah. yeah. That shit really made me mad. That vid- that video of him, like, bitching about it was mm-hmm. really what pissed me off more than anything. If he didn't say anything, I'd be like, all right, it's just a stupid fucking situation. But he had to go yeah. and make it worse. He just made himself look, like, worse in the whole thing. Yeah, just... he did. Did you, um, did you hear the Black Boy JB mixtape? No, my friend told me about it, but I just... I had better things to do in my time. <laughs> that is fair. That is very, very fair. Did you check it out? <laughs> I most certainly did not. I did not. Do you believe that, that was Chris Brown on um Instagram saying telling Karushi to upgrade her man? Oh, the one he said he got hacked for or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. That's right, him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see Victor Cruz in the streets. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way he wants to see him in nah, the streets. Nah, probably not. But he is wild. I feel yeah. like he's the type of guy who will like take on somebody he has no business taking on in an altercation. <laughs> Throwing bottles across the <laughs> club. <laughs> right. Tearing people's retina. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I don't believe it was him, but I understand people who do believe it was. Um, no, wait, wait. I take it back. I think it was, but I don't want to believe it. Yeah. I think that was. I think that's kind of wild. We talked about the Bieber and Tom Cruise thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to think. Insanity. About all right. Um, did you see Godzilla? Unfortunately, I did not. Okay. Did you see any movies? Uh, no, no. I saw. I started a couple of shows. Which ones? Uh, Legion. And mm-hmm. uh, from an anime, One Punch Man. You are starting One Punch Man from the beginning? I finished season one. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you're starting Legion from the beginning? Legion, I am a couple, about an episode or two into season two. Okay. And and One Punch Man is a great show. If you, if you like anime, it's a great show. It's yes. one of the better animes. It's very, like, it's not too complicated. It's not too, um, not too, the storyline's not, like, convoluted, like some of the bigger animes tend to get. Yeah. Uh, it's just simple. It's really funny. Uh, the action, like, is it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Legion, so the only thing I had really heard about it is that it's like an X Men. Not, it's not an X Men, but it's like a mutant thing. Mm-hmm. And it it is one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen. Yeah, man, I couldn't even make it into. I couldn't finish the first season. Dude, it's too weird. Episode right like you, you really have to fight through to get through episode one, cause <laughs> yeah, you do. Cause episode one is like the premiere, so it's extra long. 
uh, and it's it's tough, man. Like I'm I've been watching it with my girlfriend, and like, dude, I swear, every like twenty minutes when Hulu goes to commercial break, we look at each other like, yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's like that. But but it's creative, man. Like it's interesting. It's something different. Uh, he's he's Professor X's son, right? I don't know. <laughs> he's supposed to be, yeah. I mean, like the original Legion is yeah. supposed to be. They're like it's very, which I don't understand how the show is very like. I don't even know how to describe it. A lot of it takes place in like people's minds. You know yeah. what I mean, and it, it's it goes it dives into like psychology a lot. Yeah, but it also takes some some turns that just honestly t- at this point to me make no sense. For sure, and you're in the, you're at the beginning of the second season. For those listening, he's in the second season. Is <laughs> still saying yeah. I'm I'm trying to catch sense. up because season three starts. I think the final season. Uh yeah, dude, it's not for like I could I don't think I could recommend it honestly. Yeah, yeah. Don't. That's cool. Um. All right. What was the other one you said? You said another one. Uh, one Punch Man. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, I feel like I started a show, but I don't remember what I started. Uh oh, I watched What If on Netflix with Renee Zellweger. Uh, and a bunch of young actors. Uh, have you seen the? Did you watch the trailer for that? Uh, I don't think so. I I finished it. It's um. It's a. I don't know what to call it. What like the? It's drama, a little bit of suspense. Basically, like this girl needs money for her company, so she meets this woman, who, is like this major investor. And she makes a deal with her. I won't uh, say the deal because it kind of ruins the show. But she makes a deal that is pretty wild. And um, basically the rest of the show is about them dealing with the deal that happened. Uh, Not really, but for for those who haven't seen it, that's all I'm going to say. Because it's one of those that if I say a lot, I'll spoil a lot. You know, because a lot happens. Yeah, so it it was good. I liked it. The acting and the directing wasn't that great. Like I could see a lot of green screen. Like they'd be at a window, and like clearly that wasn't the beach out mm-hmm. there at the window. Yeah, like, that tough. kind of thing. They live in like this. Um, they're in San Francisco, but like when they show like the skyline, there's a bunch of imaginary buildings. Like there's CGI buildings, but it's not like good CGI. Yeah. Looks like a computer game or something. Mm-hmm. So it's low budget. And Netflix has been trying to save budget, but um it was good, man. I I enjoyed it. I really did. Um if there's a second season coming, I'm definitely going to watch it. But okay. uh, I think it's only 10 episodes or something. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I think that's the only thing I've watched. Uh Yeah. I remember we were going to start throwing out movie gems. Yeah, and, yeah, and a, and a good way to do it, I was thinking, is to throw out gems from the streaming services. 
because okay. you know that's where a lot of people are watching stuff these days. All right. uh, and I'll throw yeah. one out off the little bit of a throwback. Uh, Equilibrium. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Very very cool Leo, action. Yeah, very cool action movie. It is, and it, it makes you think. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting movie. I liked it. Um, and that, that's Tay Diggs in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was young. Yeah. Young Tay Diggs. <laughs> Yeah. I'm really on my anime crave lately. I don't know why. Like, I finished uh, Baki, which was another Netflix anime. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's okay. You know. The summer does that to you, though. Yeah. The summer makes me like anime more, I, I feel like. Because you stay up later. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you're just chilling. There's not much to do. You don't have to think about a lot. So you can watch, you know. The anime shows, you got to really watch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I'm going to play my gym. Uh, we will come back after this. This is the um, Free Nationals, Mac Miller, and Cali uh time.
Some peace, Mac Miller. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, man, it is nice. Nice, cool vibe for for him since he's, you know, not with us. Um, I do have a movie gem, but it's not on streaming. But I feel like it's a forgotten movie. Mm, okay. <laughs> the rundown with the rock. Dude, yes, great pick. Such a good movie. People. Like people think The Rock like just got big Dude, recently. Hell no. The rundown was fire. He that was so that was such a funny um it was funny but yet really cool. Interesting, like in a different location, all that. That was so cool. And um I don't remember that guy's Sean name. Sean William Scott. Yeah, yeah. He was great in the there. the dynamic duo was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That like one one guy's a clown and one guy's too serious. Like yeah. that was they were kind of ahead of their time with that shit, honestly. I know, and like since that movie, I feel like the rock has been people have tried to find that rock most of the time. Like that was the first time the rock acted how he acts yeah. now to me. With the the quippy, the humor, like, you know, but yet also scary kind yeah. of thing. That was the first time. Um, so Dude, that movie, man, similar down. to like, there's certain songs you never skip. Every, yeah. Anytime that movie has ever come on, I've, I don't think I've ever skipped it. <laughs> it's a Dude, it, it was on Netflix for like yeah. a year, and I, I probably watched it maybe like seven, eight times, honestly. For real? Is it's not on I don't anymore? think so. Oh, man, well... I guess on demand, you know, streaming, yeah, dude. Uh, websites, whatever. However, you guys do it, definitely don't even it, like. It's, don't even look at it as like it's the rocks like coming out party. It's just a great movie. It really in, is in yeah. every way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have anything else, man. Guess we're gonna... uh, we'll we'll come back next time. We'll talk about uh, the draft, obviously. Uh, yeah. We'll get into some uh, some projects that we loved from this this year. We got to yeah. get to that list. Yep, and our one year is this Friday. Yep. yep. All right. Cool. Uh, you want to talk about your throwback? Uh, Kendrick, where are you? True. True. We're far from good, not good from far. 90 miles per hour down Compton Boulevard. With the top down, screaming, we don't give a fuck. Drink my 40 ounce of freedom while I roll my blunt. Cause the kids just ain't alright. Oh shit, nigga. Something about to happen. Nigga, this shit, nigga, this sound like 30 keys under the Compton Court building. 
Welcome to Vigilante, 80s, so don't you ask me. I'm hungry, my body's empty. I rip through your fucking pantry. Peeling off like a Zanny, examine my orchestra. Granny said when I'm old enough, I'll be sure to be all I can be. You niggas, Marcus, can't be. Washed up, pussy, fix your panties. I'm Mr. Marcus, you getting fucked, huh? You ain't heard nothing harder since daddy came. Take it in vain, fight it, it's couldn't ease the pain. Lighting in boats, hit your body, you thought it rained. Not a cloud in sight, just the shit that I write. Strong enough to stand in front of a traveling freight train. Are you trained? Too gorgeous, Dracula, dragging the record industry by my fangs. AK clips, money clips, and gold chains. You walk around with a P90 like it's the 90s. Bullet to your temple, your homicide to remind me that Compton Crip niggas ain't none of us. Bumped in Pyrus ain't none of us. Compton essays ain't none of us. But they fuck with me, and bitch, I love it. Whoop, 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 whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. Child up on your dungeons. Whoop, 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 whoop. Let's hit the county building, gotta cash my check Spin it all on a 40 ounce to the neck And in retrospect, I remember December being the hottest Squad cars, neighborhood wars, and stolen monsters I tell you motherfuckers that life is full of hydraulics Up and down, get a six-fold, better know how to drive it I'm driving on E with no license or registration Heart racing, racing past Johnny because he's racist 1987, the children of Ronald Reagan break the leaves off your front porch with a machine blowtorch. Really he blowing no stress, hoping that he's the stress. Really he copping some blow, hoping that it can stretch. Newborn massacre, hopping out the passenger with calendars, cause your day coming. Run him down and then he gun him down. I'm hoping that you fast enough. Even the legs of Michael Johnson don't mean nothing because Compton Crib niggas ain't none to fuck with. Compton Pyrus ain't none to fuck with. Compton Essays ain't none to fuck with. But they fuck with me and bitch, I love it. Can't detour when you at war with your city, why run for it? Just ride with me, just die with me, that gun store, right there. When you fight, don't fight fair, cause you'll never win. Can't detour when you at war with your city, why run for it? Just ride with me, just die with me, that gun store, right there. When you fight, don't fight fair, cause you'll never win. Yeah, yeah, yeah.